Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. See that? I was Ba-da-ba. playing along. I went... It's back when music was actually stories, like songs were stories. John Mellencamp was good at telling stories in his songs. Excellent story- he really storyteller. Was. You know what I just realized? What? The song, <laughs> 10,000 Miles or whatever. I, I would walk 10,000 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Yeah, I was like, it's not 10,000. He's like super Scottish. Yep. Yeah, oh God. yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, yeah. had never realized how Scottish he sounds well, in that he, song. Really? And yeah, then it, it was, sounds very yeah, Scottish. Super Scottish. Almost and then like it was, yodeling. Yeah, and then <laughs> it was playing in the car. Well, isn't he Scottish? Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> keep up, Nick, keep up. But I was like, Scottish, oh my God, though. I never realized. Mm-hmm. But they're a Scottish band. No, I know, but I've never realized that. Like, listening how, to the song, I've never... How could never, you not? I don't know. <laughs> it's very odd. But this time I was like, oh my gosh, so Scottish. So I, got, I got to tell you why it's on my mind. So last night, I'm, I'm sitting downstairs watching TV and Nancy's in bed. And we have two baby lambs in the backyard. Right. So Nancy is upstairs. I think she might have been in the tub, but she had she was earlier listening to animal noises on her phone. And <laughs> because uh, so we can identify no, an, noises uh, around the property uh, because we have lots of crazy kind of like noises. So or... she had thrown her phone somewhere and she was in the tub and we have bluetooth through the house uh, and a couple speakers were on downstairs in the kitchen and I'm in the living room. Oh. And all of a sudden I hear this Rah! And she comes running down the stairs like, oh what God. the hell is that? And I'm like, I don't know. No, I'm grabbing the flashlight and the baseball bat. 
oh. running, running outside worrying about the thinking the lambs were getting murdered. Oh, and something jumped, got over the fence and murdered the lambs. And we're running. So we, we run around the backyard. I bring a big spotlight. I see the lambs. They're fine. They're all playing and all and frocking. And I'm like, the nothing out here. Yeah. I figured so, they would be asleep. No, they stay awake at night, sleep during the day. Oh. So we go back. Predators. She goes back to yeah. bed. I go back to watch the TV. Two minutes later, same thing. She oh, comes God. running down. Yeah. And then we figured it out. It was, so what was, the, what was the animal sound? It was fox. Fox mating. But it was coming through a Bluetooth in the, in the kitchen, <laughs> oh, next God. to the kitchen sink. Yeah, so oh. it was like in the house. We oh, have that God. Sonos and all that stuff through the eye, you know, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And every once in a while, it'll just turn on <laughs> yep. and blast music in a certain area. But it's it, like, what? But blasting this fox being murdered, <laughs> it scares the crap out of you at 1 yeah. o'clock in the morning, I'll tell yeah. you that. I know, because we ended up calling the cops because we thought some lady was getting murdered yeah, outside sound, her yeah. house because it sounded like a yeah, woman screaming. Yeah, you were it before. And it's right sound. underneath that kitchen cabinet that you guys used to have the panic button in. I'm yeah. in there pushing the panic button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my here God. comes oh, Daisy. Great. Get her. Great. Two dogs in the same Get her. Oh, it's all right. Uh-huh. Oh. She was yeah, like, "That's my yeah, studio. Yeah, yeah. My Ale- studio." Our Alexa used to randomly play rap music, mm. like foul like, rap music. Oh, like the kind at our spin class. Kind of our spin class. Like working on a spin. I still can't believe <laughs> the management let her do that. I can't believe that. I I think it's up to the discretion of the. No, uh, it's not to play songs with swear words in the big end in it. She said she was, warning. She was like, it doesn't I don't matter. Play you can't play the music. big end in a workout studio. I think they can because she did. <laughs> she sure did. She sure did. Oh, we never discussed the creepy guy in the spin class that you didn't even Nick's realize. Well, no, right I, I saw him in the back and he was holding his ears the entire and looking time. very unhappy. Yeah. the enti- So he walks in like 10 minutes late. And that's about the f- time the end, the N word yeah. Song. Do you know that song? Do you know any of those songs? I knew one of the songs. What was it what was it called? So people might know. Bitches and Hoes. The one <laughs> the one song that I know doesn't have the N word because it's a white guy that sings it. Oh. Um but anyway, he comes in in a full on sweatsuit and it's spin class and you sweat like crazy right, in a spin class. Right. But he's in like a full on like baggy sweatsuit. <laughs> he comes in ten minutes late, goes to the back row. He's an older guy, like like forty five at least. Uh, oh, really? Older guy, Tom. Older I guy. He's yeah, older, and I think he's forty five. I don't think he was older. But older guy. I thought it was. Older. Catherine said older guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's the one that said older guy. <laughs> older guy. At forty five. Well, for spin class, God. and the music is playing. Music plays super loud in spin class, so we're like it's blasting rap music. He comes in full on sweatsuit. Like, that's two sizes too big for him. Nice. And he just goes on a bike behind us. In the background. Covers his ears, which they have earplugs, but he's just on the bike with his hands over his ears, just like pedaling <laughs> for the entire class. It was an odd he comes he, class. He comes in 10 minutes late, and then he left probably like five minutes early and just was like this. He didn't want to hear the vile music. No, but he wasn't even doing the class. He was just like on the bike kind of pedaling with his ears covered. I think he was there to be creepy because you can go and use a a bike not in a spin class. He was lurking there, though. I think he was lurking because he was in the back row just staring and like, it's all, it's the whole class is women. I had to call the cops yesterday. I had some creepy dudes standing in, in the driveway, right? Not against my gates, but like between my lions and the gate. 
Yeah. And I don't care. Lions. I, I, I wouldn't care. You're such an Italian. I wouldn't. Well, I know. Okay, they're Versace. The, they, they're, the Benelli, they're the Benelli Lions. From Pedro. Versace. So I, I, I wouldn't mind. I didn't care. But I literally went and did errands for like an hour and a half. And I came back and he was still standing there. So I just drove by. Oh, and he was, and he, was, he was going like this to every car as they went by. Hmm. That's okay. really So I weird. drove past him and went to the neighbors. And, and the cops were there. Because he called the cops, and they said he was from that group home. There's a group home on Brockton. Now right? there's a group home on Brockton? Yes. Where? Um, next to Bernie's. Oh. Couldn't happen to when I... <laughs> so four doors down. Who smells like feet? Yeah, Probably you're going to have to Jude. get that bag out of here. It's that oh, yeah, ba- yeah, the smell. Oh, I don't want like smelly bags back. What Thank bag you, is anyway. She somehow can't smell it. <laughs> what was in there? The salmon. How long was it in there oh, for? Oh, that salmon. I got yeah. it out immediately when I got home. Well, salmon yeah. smells. Something's wrong with that bag. I think, yeah. I think we should just throw it away. It's yeah. Put it in a, inside. Put it in a recycling. Well, we can't just leave it in the hallway. Just go yeah. throw it, it away. It smells very bad. Oh, take care of it in, okay. in, on the break, I guess. Eight minutes of smell out there. <laughs> so the guy, anyway, I, well, he was no harm to anyone. He was mentally challenged. and Oh. He was waving down cars, asking them for help. Oh. Help with what? Me taking your wallet? Life. <laughs> I need your help, me taking your wallet. Help That's with, what I help with maybe, life. Maybe he just moved in and didn't no, realize I talked, where he was. No, I talked to the cop for a long time. He said he's a very confused person. Oh, that's oh. too bad. Well, and that's not a safe place to be just standing around. No, it's a dangerous, dangerous road to be standing yeah. around. Oh, yeah. I remember, oh, like, yeah. walking across the street because there was the farmer across the street, and I'd, like, go hang out with the kids and... Yeah, it was like horrified. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the county to put up horse signs along my whole property on the road. Boy, they sure like you better than they liked us. (laughs) (laughs) Just gotta talk to them in a different way. That's all. Talk to who? The county and the city. Yeah, they're big friends of mine. They like you. Do they? The city does. Well, they say they do. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Now that I'm gone. It might be. I, I don't hear any. I don't hear anybody. From I, the asked, city I actually asked for things. I'm like, could we please get some traffic calming around here? Or maybe some, you know. Well, that's bike so that's all county. Something. That would be all county. No, but, actually, we only had but one. The city neighbor can that ask a, the county. The rest of the people were very nice. Well, actually, they have a lot of bike. They know there are 4,200 new homes being built in Dayton. That's number one in, in Minnesota. 4,200. Yeah, that's number one in Jesus. Minnesota. Well, they wait till I bail and so then they all they, said, they, hey, let's no, go. It's all the on the other side. The whole riverfront now along the Mississippi. Is all it's steep. That Stevens Farm is now Stevens Park, and then there's the another park right next to us. There's bike paths everywhere along the river. Huh, well, that's nice. nice. Mm. Well, not really. I'd rather just had it been all farms still, but through all bike paths. Progress is a something. No, yeah. it's something. It's, it's something. All right. so it is something. All right. Does Zestani still live across the street from you? Yeah. Who? Zestani, Zestani is his last name. He owns the two houses. He owns the kind of yellowish house across oh. the street. And he had his parents Oh, he owns in, that house too? Or, yeah, and then he owns the sort of, I think, sort of a white house. Just to house, the south of there. Just to the south of there. I believe. Stan he's a nice guy. Now. He loves motorcycles. Nice you should yeah, yeah. The guy, he, rides in, he rides a Harley. Yeah, he's a really yeah, nice he's guy. A really, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. And then Daryl, the horse vet, yeah. is still there. Daryl's yeah. another So it's Daryl and then Zastani is Zastani. Yeah, 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 they're still there. I didn't know he bought Can we say house. their names on... And then the mini farm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they don't what know about the Bostwicks? They moved. And then, I know, but that was... It was Daryl Bostwick. It was, but they're... He, uh, oh, he bought the Bostwicks. He bought... Oh, and then you have the mini farmer. 
That I don't know about the mini farmer. You guys don't know the mini farmer? I don't know the mini he's, farmer. He, he's literally a, a, a typical right out of uh, Southern California University college professor guy who threw his life away in that field and started a mini farm. Mini, he, miniature and, horses? And he, no, he has literally like two acres, but he has cattle. He grows corn. Oh, God. He grows oh, all his own food and all his own meat. Oh. Yeah. Does he grow kale? They call. I'm sure he does. They call him the mini <laughs> That's farmer. The big question is exactly. if he grows kale. Because he doesn't buy any food. He he grows all his own food. That's amazing. One hundred percent. That is. Yeah. I love him. Interesting. <laughs> so he must him? he must know how to can and all that stuff then. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. I just go to the grocery Cold store. Guy. Me too. <laughs> I would say Easier. probably right around my maybe a year older than me or so, two years older than me. I'm going to after the show today, I'm going to either go to Cub or to get my own farm. <laughs> one of the two. I can't tell you which one it is. Yeah, I just I just go to the grocery store, man. But I'd like to know, how do you keep all the animals from eating everything? That's what I'd like to know. Oh, you know he does? They just come in and mow everything down. I'll tell you what, those, those two glands are the best investment I've ever made in my life. They have manicured that backyard like it's never been manicured before. Really? Every weed between every rock on that rock wall, you know, that rock wall wraps around <laughs> two levels, gone. and it's just flawless. Oh, my God. We need lambs. It's like somebody went in there and just, they took out every weed. Because they, they don't they don't really like grass. They like weed and leafy we stuff. Can lambs. they come over to my house? They are just amazing. Sounds like everyone should have a lamb. People rent them out. People rent, like, goats yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, you can rent goats and lambs. Yeah. 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 My lambs were the best thing I and ever, chickens. ever bought. I want to get the lamb. I want to get the goat from Drag Me to Hell. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. The one that talks. F you. <laughs> a really? A goat saying F you to somebody. Oh, we have really? so... I don't know why, but the people that built our house it's put so in weird. so much rock... It's just rock. I love rock. Everywhere. But it's just weed city, and I hate it. Yeah, weeds and rocks don't mix. And there's they, just they, no... They didn't, they, didn't do the, they didn't do the under math. Yeah. Uh, the under math, Well, right. you well, do, but that stuff wears out after a while. Years if you old. have money, you can get stuff that never wears out ever. Yeah. yeah but What's it made out of? years ago? Yeah. No. You can get stuff kale. right now, like Vortex and stuff, that'll never last the rest of eternity. Oh. I know, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, but then, 20 years ago. 28 years ago, they didn't have... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just put plastic under everything. Yeah, plastic's the worst. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's horrible. Plastic and doesn't I... work. It grows right through the plastic. No, it doesn't um, grow, but plastic gets... If it, it deteriorates. Some, and it deteriorates, and if somebody gets a hook, of, hooks it with something, pulls part of it up. Like right now, we have that around your old playhouse. There's plastic mm-hmm. sticking up out of the ground mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh, there is. I just let it grow up for now, because well, I don't want to look people, at it. <laughs> people walk on top of the rocks, and the rocks poke holes in the plastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That whole area is a disaster right now. I just, let, I just let it grow up so I don't have to look at it for now. It's my last of my projects. I remember that <laughs> little playhouse that has that little ledge. Let the lambs loose. Andy was playing yeah. in there one time, and I looked through the window, and he backed up right off the ledge. No, oh, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. You absolutely did. Never you backed up. Well, I keep all my I'm grain. In, I keep all did. my grain in there. Oh, do you? Yeah, I put latches in all the windows and doors, and because the grain's baby. out there, so any vermin that wants to go after the grain's not near the house. You, you still do have know the that raccoons car? can undo latches. They have not got in there yet. Huh. Nothing has. And I have, <laughs> I have <laughs> mouse, <laughs> I have mouse and rat traps there, and none of them have ever caught anything. You don't wait, have any wait rats. Till late fall. And nobody's <laughs> ever got in the bags. Of... Although you're right on the river, you, but you don't have rats. I never no, saw oh, rats. You know, oh, you know what we had? You know what we had this week? Mice. You know what we had this week? No. A baby bear. 
No oh, baby yes, bear. We did. Yes, we did. If you have a baby bear, then you got a mama yeah, bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody saw the mama. People only saw the baby, a cub, black cub. Where was it? Uh, just between my house and Bernie's. So right in that area. Really? Yeah, yeah. Multiple people saw and took pictures of it. Yikes. I didn't see it. Bear. My neighbors did. Did you say to say hello to me? <laughs> yeah, baby bear. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Oh, well, and we have some unidentified. I'd want bears near my. We have some lambs. unidentified animal that nobody knows what it was. It might be the thing that you Sasquatch? showed. Sasquatch. No. no. What was it called? Uh, oh, the um, marmot. Fisher. 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 Yeah. Oh, the Fisher. Yeah. There it you keeps go. going off to the bird bath and drinking out of the bird bath in the mm. front yard. You live right next to the river, so yep. that makes. Sense. I think that they like eggs too. So if you've got a lot of birds, you might have oh, eggs. They're all they're all born now. Um. I've had some, really? some birds on their still... third batch. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Because mm-hmm. we have a lot of baby birds. We're like inundated. Oh, yeah. Some days it's literally deafening. The noise is de- <laughs> I'm not kidding you. You can't even talk outside. The it's birds, so, so loud. Birds. You're like, shut up. It's <laughs> you wanted nature. You got nature. Yeah, you wanted some nature there, pal. But now you days, want it to shut some up. Some days it's, it's deafening. The sound of all those birds, there's oh, so yeah. many of them. There's just, every tree has hundreds. We shall take a break and be right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Opening the door. It really is horrific. <laughs> oh, I don't geez, smell a thing, God. Awful. God, that's terrible smell. Really I'm, I'm 45, so I'm an elderly gentleman. Daisy. Leave my Maybe it's alone. Daisy. The whole shooting match right there. Oh. A racist statement made by Ronald Reagan in October 1971 is now grabbing headlines thanks to a piece for The Atlantic oh written God. by Ta- Tim Naftali or Naftali. 
And the words are explosive to see those those monkeys from those African countries damn them. They're still uncomfortable wearing shoes, Reagan said. Why? Even in 1991. Well, see, that, that is pretty racist, though. Yeah. Uh, yes, that would be pretty racist. Now, Howard racist. Cosell, when he got, yeah, he got his career yeah, just, just did, yeah. blacklisted yeah. for saying, look at that monkey. But my mom used to call me a monkey all the time. Yeah, all the time. I call Sage Spider monkey constantly. So, uh, mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Howard, Howard Cosell like was... One. I, I don't consider him a racist at all. I mean, Who? he was Howard Cosell. No, not at all. I mean, he, he was, was not. No. But nobody came to his defense, which pissed me off. Muhammad Ali yeah. did. Yeah, Muhammad Ali did. He was the one, but nobody Muhammad cared Muhammad Ali that. did. Yeah, he did. He did. It's just, what are you doing? Sorry, Alex is doing your own deal going over there. Things. But yeah, I, I just, why would you say to see those those monkeys from those African countries, damn them, they're still uncomfortable wearing shoes. Wait, did it say what year that was? 1971, October. Why do we care about something said by someone that's, 50 years? That's, that's the way it was uh, at that time. I'm sorry, it just was. I still refer to myself as an ape and a monkey because of the way I'm built. I am yeah. built like an ape, there's no doubt about well, it. My mom always called me monkey. A always monkey. a little monkey, yeah. yeah. Well, we used to do it like, wasn't really a racist thing, a term back then. No, remember the three little monkeys jumping on the yeah. bed? One fell off and bumped his head. Yeah. Took him to the doctor, and the doctor said, sexist, no more monkeys jumping girl on the bed. Monkeys. Yeah, sexist. <laughs> oh, we, we had a sexist word yesterday. What was it again? It was a sexist word. Not everything oh, anymore. it shouldn't be Boise, Idaho. It should be Person-Z, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Boise. No, no more Boise. got to be Person-Z from now on. That's all there is to it. you got to figure it out. Yeah, the whole thing about that. Well, the one thing about that whole deal, and I don't know if that's where it came from or whatever, but most white people don't know about the signifying monkey from from Nigeria. That's where a lot of it probably came from because there was a, a wise monkey. It's an old folk tale in Nigeria about a wise monkey. It's called the signifying monkey. And uh, maybe that's where it stuck out of a monkey. First of all, humans don't look a whole lot like monkeys, so I don't know where they would get no. going on. If you're built, like I said, I'm built like an ape, so, you know, I got short legs and long arms. Razorback. Razorback, Tommy. <laughs> silverback, yeah. I meant. No, Silverback. <laughs> silverback. Kendall, razor- silverback. Oh, Razorback's a pig. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, Kendall, yeah. Kendall's a silverback. He, even matter of fact, my best friend in the world, Kendall Norberg, at his office, there's a picture right behind him at his desk of a huge silverback monkey. I'll tell you, you, saw, you see a silverback gorilla, they are an animal. Ooh, man. yeah. Well, so is Kendall. They are strong. They are strong. They are strong. Oh, they would just destroy you. Yeah, they rip your, just rip you in half. Kendall's a lot of people don't know way. that even a chimpanzee, you couldn't. No, no human oh, could take in a fight. Oh, no, 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 oh, a couple of years ago, no right? way. somebody but people, tore her face yeah, off. Yeah, tore her you face off. You couldn't even take on yeah. a regular monkey, man. A regular monkey would destroy you, like the little, little tiny bastards. ones. They Those freak me out. I saw them when well, I was some, in India, just lining up all over the place. I'm like, they could just destroy. They're too smart for their there, own good, there, but they're uh, still animals. There has so been like, attacks lately. I forget where it is. If you Google monkey attacks lately, there's been a whole <laughs> string of them in some one of these tourist countries that. Have monkeys? Uh, let's see. First India. of all, they're foul. Well, someone was attacked by a monkey in India recently. Well, yeah, there's That's monkeys everywhere. Every I'm sure it happens India. constantly. Yeah, there's it's a mostly certain... India. What's, it, there, what's there... the town up on the border? Ely? Ely? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. The kid got bit by a bear there yesterday. A 16-year-old kid. But they, they hang out at the town dump in Ely a lot. Got I know bit. that. Oh. Just well, bit. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, just was that, lucky. Yeah, bit not killed. Not yeah. killed. Well, black bears are—they yeah, don't they really don't, want to really kill you. Scared. No, they don't. Yeah. I love those videos where you see a kitty yep. running after a black bear and yeah. it runs away. The only time <laughs> a black bear will kitty. ever do anything <laughs> is if you startle it and it reflexively like attacks. Right? Or but, you, or you corner a mom that was his baby. Or oh, that. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. Want to be doing Andy, that. would you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Would you look up and see when the song "Monkey Time" came out? Because I was thinking back when I was in high school, talking there about were several time? songs. No. 1963. 63, okay. Oh, yeah, no, By Monkey Major Lance. By Major Lance. Do the monkey time. Yep. Remember Major Lance? I don't know. Great singer. He's a black <coughs> Oh, that's where the monkey came from. That's where the monkey came from. That's exactly yeah. right. Oh, yeah, the dance. Do the monkey time. And then there was doing Mickey's monkey. There was a lot of monkey stuff when I was in Well, there was the monkeys. And the monkeys, <laughs> yeah, with two E's. So I don't know. It was it was a different word. It wasn't a racist word. No, it was not a racist word. Yeah, it was just about monkeys. It was about monkeys, like monkey monkeys. I am afraid of monkeys, though. Everybody should be afraid of monkeys. Not mean like the like you know the animal monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Not using as a racial term. I know. Once you settle down, (laughs) monkeys are scary. They're scary, man. They really are. They're strong and they're fast and they don't care about you. Nope. There's a certain kind of monkey that lives in India right in the cities and it they're, they're notorious for going into if you leave the window open they'll they'll, yeah. they go stuff. into their house, they mm-hmm. open the fridge they help themselves <laughs> yeah. oh, they, they steal stuff they, and they, then they leave. In Thailand they train them, they train them to steal stuff. Do they? they yeah, do? Th- yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, in Thailand they, they run across the wires and they get in the hotel rooms yeah. and they steal your stuff. Yeah, so people that live with monkeys aren't that fond of monkeys. Well, yeah, what's no. the what's the one that's in Indiana Jones? That uh, a that's a capuchin. Oh, capuchin. Oh, yeah. Well, they like Ross. He stole yep. everything. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. all the spider monkeys in Thailand, yeah. they're nasty. Mm-hmm. They'll throw their crap at you. They like to throw poop at yeah. people. Yeah. Who can blame them? Yeah, they. Yeah, who can blame them? <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. Sometimes people are horrible. I've so <laughs> been around well. a monkey or a chimpanzee. <laughs> I've never been near one. Well, a chimpanzee could literally kill all of us. Yeah. Monkey though, we could, we could take a monkey. <laughs> take a monkey out. All of us together. But a chimpanzee's different. Chimpanzee's no, big. Yeah. When yeah. I was like 21, I went to the Como Zoo, and they used to have Monkey Island out there. Remember? I think they still might. Do they still have Monkey Island? Monkey Island. No, I, don't I don't think know. they do. Maybe it's, se- maybe it's seals now. Yeah, I, I don't think, walk in. I don't, I don't think, think they have Monkey Island. I don't think they have Monkey Island anymore because I walked in there and I looked at Monkey Island. And all these people are gathered around looking down in the water because it was an island surrounded yeah. by by water. Right? Well, you know, Boat. right not far from where you guys live in Florida. There used to be a monkey, I think it was called Monkey Island. I think you might be right. And the people who owned it were getting hassled by the county or city, and they just walked away and let all the monkeys go. Yep. And though there's still yep. there's still monkeys running around. Yep. Like these people still spot them, and there was lots of them. Wouldn't that be something if one day we looked on the balcony and there's, there's a, a monkey, monkey out there? Yeah. <laughs> up 16 out. floors up in the air. That's uh, a little farther south. It's, 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 yeah. a, it's a little farther south of Eden, guys, but not that far. It's still oh. in, not that far. Still in Palm Beach County. Well, monkeys yeah. can travel. They could be anywhere. I think it was off of Southwest 18th, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Boca there. I think it was right there. Wow. Anyway, it was called to... Monkey Land. And just let them land. go. They had let them all go. And then somebody in Delray... When I was when I had my I had a big warehouse that I stored my cars in in Delray. The guy right behind me had ten thousand square foot warehouse that he bred sn- snakes, and he had thousands and thousands and thousands of rats that he 
fed the snakes because oh he bred the brats too, and he also was getting evicted and let everything go. Oh my god! Right. Well, what people are finding rattlesnakes in Minnesota now. He let everything yeah, go. Yeah, Winona. Apparently, yeah, they're rattlesnakes yeah. down there now, like but in, several of them. But in Florida, they get loose, they breed, and they, yeah, they yeah. live oh, yeah. forever. Yeah, oh, they do. Well, we had that snake hunter guy on. Mm-hmm. They're they're literally um, destroying some of the original species in the Florida Everglades. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they are, yeah. Well, like look at the look at the lizards you have down there. Now you go down to Boca, oh, and yeah. they're everywhere on the side of the road, and they're like four feet long. The iguanas, yeah. iguanas, yeah. big. They yep. are big. I'm scared huge. of those too. I know. There's that, they keep on what? shipping new stuff into Florida, and it's just oh, people okay. kill those and eat them. You know what? Iguanas, iguanas yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, not, iguana's not supposed to be good, that. actually. Yeah, it's like chicken. Sounds That's what everybody says. It's like it chicken. Yeah, it always tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah, really. Tony Price tastes like chicken, I heard. I think you heard wrong. <laughs> I think you heard. What's happening, man? Well, listen, I heard you guys talking about monkeys. I figured it was my cue to call in. It was. That'll Tony work. the monkey yeah. Price calling in. No, I was just talking about yeah. walked, when I was at like 21 years old, walked Coma Park, Monkey Island, walk up. Floating face down. There's a monkey in the oh. water. Oh. Dead or nail. See? Well, I That's why you don't go to the for a long time ago. Poor, what's that? I thought I heard you tell that story once a long time ago. Yeah, I did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's, poor little Well, monkey. that's one of them that sticks. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that? I was over with Bobby Knotts, who's no longer with us, unfortunately. But but he literally couldn't couldn't look at He saw it and ran away. He said, I can't look at a dead monkey floating in the pond. Oh, well, yeah. Poor guy. I was relishing I'm, it. No, <laughs> I totally understand. That's what you get, monkey. That's what you get, monkey, for trying to swim. So what's happening with you, Tony? Well, you know, we're taking off on our fourth ride of the year for the Gold Star Ride Foundation. I thought you'd want to know. When, when are you, where are you going this time? Uh, Friday, we're taking off for uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, you're going to go see Doc? Yeah. I mean, not Doc. Mm-hmm. You're going to go see Joe? Joe, Bill, and Art are oh, all down there. All, we're yeah. we're going to hang out at the... Uh, Harley Davidson dealership down there for we've got a live band playing and a bunch of stuff. Going to sign some copies of the book. You remember, there's a book, yours very sincerely and respectfully. I'm the only guy who gets blasted in it. I remember that. I don't think you're the only one who gets blasted. (laughs) I think you're probably right. Try to remember the version that you got was before the editors cut everybody's name out, except for my (laughs) name. They kept my name in there because I'm a public figure. Yep, your name is still in the book. Yep. A lot of great stories in the book. Yep, there, uh, there are a lot of great stories in that book. You know, for the for the people who have never listened to me talk to you on the podcast before, mm-hmm. the Gold Star Ride Foundation, of course, is the organization that takes care of Gold Star families all over the country, and we deliver our benefits on a motorcycle. And, of course, the Gold Star family is the those families left behind mm-hmm. when somebody is killed in the military. Immediate family members of somebody killed in the military. When did Gold Star start? The term Gold Star started in World War One. It was World War One. I. I thought it was World War Two. It was one, huh? World War One. It actually started in, in you know, a hundred years ago in 1919. Pretty much a hundred percent of the people of the country knew exactly what a Gold Star family was. There was mm. never a question about it. Everybody talked about the difference between blue stars and gold stars back then. Blue stars, of course, being Somebody in that family is on active duty right now. Mm. You actually hung, families hung banners in their window. They did, yeah, absolutely. And Blue Star was active, and then Gold Star, their family. Oh, my God, I will never forget five stars. Good to talk to you again, too, Nick. We haven't spoken for a long time. Good good that we get to talk. Yeah, I know a little bit about the Gold Star tradition. It's old, and it's been around a long time. But, yeah, they hung around a long time. But, you know, last year when I did the ride, 
I, you know, I rode around the country last year, almost 18,000 miles, 44 states, 58 days of riding, all of that stuff. The people that I met along the way, about 19 out of 20 of them, I had to tell them what a Gold Star family was. Yeah. Yeah. 19 out of 20? 19 out of 20. Really? 19. That was, that. you know, that's kind of an average. It's oh, not that... like I sat in a hotel room every night and counted them all. But yeah, uh, ask any millennial, they'd have no idea. Yeah, no, I'm sure. we haven't yeah. had a draft in a long time. That's probably why. I'm sure that's true. We need a we need a draft. The Sullivan's <laughs> the draft has anything to do with that, but the Sullivans got killed in World War II, right? The five Sullivans, the Fighting Sullivans, the Fighting Sullivans from Iowa. Yeah, I think yeah. they were all killed in one at once. Two. They were down oh there by God. Guadalcanal. Yeah, exactly. I remember they World they came to the house, and the mom knew that one of her boys was dead. Oh. So she walks and goes, which one? And he said, all five. I'm like, oh, I thought that God. they didn't do that. I thought... Not anymore. After them, they never did it again. The Sullivans yeah, were the last Yeah, after boys. them, they never did no, it again. The next, you know, one, they... the next one, there was also five brothers, and they uh, four of them got killed, and they went and got the fifth one out of the battlefield. And they made a movie about it. There's a movie about it, that family. Oh, is there? And they pulled Wasn't him that out. Per- wasn't that the movie Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, they pulled him out. That's they pulled right. him out and That's brought right. him home. That's right. And as a coincidence to that, at the beginning of that movie, there, you got two officers reading, and one of them reads a letter that Abraham Lincoln wrote to the Gold Star mom Ugh. during the Civil War. And that letter, when when we go visit a family, we leave them a token, so they always have a physical thing right. that reminds them that we came to visit them. And it's a plaque, and it's engraved in... Uh, you know, it's black with gold engraving on it, mm-hmm. and it is that letter that Abraham Lincoln wrote. It's called the Bixby letter. It's extremely powerful, but Abraham Lincoln signed that letter, yours very sincerely and respectfully, Abraham Lincoln. Cool. And that's why we call the book yours very sincerely and respectfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you put Honest Tony, don't you? Instead of Honest uh, Abe, honest... Of honest <laughs> Actually, Abe, you put Honest you know... Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this is about the only place where I can talk and be Tony. Every place else I talk, they tell me I got to be Anthony because that's the name that's on the front of the book. Oh yeah, that's true, Anthony mm-hmm. Price. That's, Anthony that's very Price. true. I always think if you have to so call we... yourself honest, you're probably not. <laughs> that's really nice. Abraham Lincoln. I don't think he ever called himself honest. No, I don't think he ever did. No, I think you're right. No, he didn't. Name. As a matter of fact, Abraham Lincoln never called himself Abraham. It was always he just Abe. went by. He just went by Lincoln. Never Lincoln? Abe, never Abraham, just Lincoln. I didn't know that. I'm honest, sure I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's some there's some uh, Lincoln trivia for you. We shall take a break. So when be we right leave back. Louisville. Uh, we'll be back in just one second more with Tony Price. Leaving Louisville with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. And it's still fifty grand. Oh, not bad though. No, Great looking car. They were a hundred grand. A hundo, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Price is with us. Anthony Price on the book, and the Gold Star ride start. What starts when Saturday? You said. Uh, Saturday will be in Louisville. Saturday you can so be in Louisville. I'm actually going to take off on Friday. Okay. Saturday I'm in Louisville from about 3 until 5 in the afternoon at the Harley-Davidson dealership. From there I'm going to go to the American Legion in Louisville. From there I'm going to go back to Cincinnati. And then it, the trip gets really weird because we're going to go from Cincinnati to Rapid City, South Dakota. Oh, my God. That's really tight. That's really close together. Cincinnati and Rapid City. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> well, a, a lot of that is going to be on an airplane, I'll be honest with oh, you. But okay. once we get to Rapid, see, we were invited to Rapid by Black Hills Harley-Davidson. Okay. They want us to sit there and sign books through the entire Sturgis rally. So oh. next week is the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, so we're going to be sitting there signing books for them. We'll probably have a couple of fresh hand-rolled cigars at all of these events. Gee, I wonder who's going to hand roll those. Uh, you know, I've been picking up the craft. I'm I'm getting a little bit better at Are it. Are you really? Are you really? <laughs> well, I have to. When they told us we were going to Sturgis, I said, well, we're going to have to have more than seven. You're going to go to, to the full lot. throttle? Um, I'm going to just hang out at the Black Hills Harley-Davidson dealership. Well, you got to go to full throttle and see my buddy down there. See Jackal. Uh, oh, Get... that's right. Your buddy Jesse is. Yeah. I just saw Jesse recently in Ocean Air. Did you really? Yeah, downtown Minneapolis. Not Jesse Ventura he's talking no. about. The... Oh. Jesse he's Dupree? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. From the band. Oh, I didn't know. When was he in town? Prick didn't even call me. What's that all about? <laughs> he was in, you know, didn't call me either. He was in Ocean Air. Jesse Dupree was in Ocean Air. Ocean Air. Yeah. He was in town, didn't even call. I think he was just, I think there was literally just oh, a drive through. Oh, it was literally just a drive through, yeah, yeah, probably. He's yeah, a really good guy. Probably selling his whiskey. Selling some whiskey um, and playing his uh, chainsaw lead guitar. He was alone, too. Yeah. He was alone? Yeah. Actually, was he alone? He was a good guy. He might have been with a girl. Jesse James Dupree, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse James. Lead singer yeah, so of When Jackal. the Sturgis rally is done, then things get really crazy. Our vice president, the vice president of our organization, is going to come with me. So we got two motorcycles leaving Rapid City, South Dakota, and heading west. And we're going to see Gold Star families and stop and have a lot of fun all along the way. We're going mm-hmm. through Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, Northern California, and then coming back through Utah and Wyoming. I'm so driving down Washington 6, today. Six thousand miles we're going to do. <laughs> Six thousand miles. You did what? Eighteen thousand almost last time. Yeah, I think it was like five hundred miles short of eighteen thousand. Yeah, I, I'd be like those old Western movers where their horse pulls up and the guy's dead on the horse. <laughs> 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 There'd be me. Just dead on the horse. The bike man. would pull up. And I'd be just be there dead, laying sideways. Indeed. I, you know. Well, you, one of my great memories of all time of Rapid City, or the Badlands, actually, not Rapid City, but near there, going to the Badlands. I was in the Badlands, and it started snowing. My God, that was beautiful. It was un- incredibly beautiful. I'll never forget that. Yeah, if you don't land snow there, you're a lucky that. person. Snow can be like that. Yeah, snow can be like that. You're absolutely right. And so can the Badlands. It snowed on me last year, uh, the third week in August, when I was in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen, too. You know, it, it, it that is was, snow- that it, was not. That was not beautiful. I was... 
you know, I have the dizziness that comes along with elevation sickness, and oh, I'm on a God. road that's about four feet wide, and I'm on a motorcycle when the snow comes down. Whoops. Minnesota has, is the only state that is, it has snowed every single month of the year, except, ju- except July. Except it's July. never snowed yeah. in July. Well, that's good. Hold Indeed. on a second there, Nick. I remember camping and waking up and crawling out of my tent to snow on the 4th of July. Well, according mm. to Wikipedia, we've never had snow in July. Where? Well, nobody from Wikipedia was with me on, on uh, Lake Malax that year. Lake Malax. It says we in have July. snow every year, every month of the year except July. In That's history. what it says. In history. Well, it's what Wikipedia says anyway. I'm not a weather yeah, expert. Yeah, so you know I've already ridden 5,500 miles this year. Oh, you have? Where'd you go? Did I, did I mention that? I went out to, uh, I went with Rolling Thunder out to Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. For Memorial Day. Did you and clean I got house? to stop and visit families and veterans, and I think there's 19 states there. And then I did a ride to Nebraska one day, and I did a ride up to uh, North Dakota one day. So this is the actually going to be the fourth ride of the year, and it's not the last one. I think we've got two more scheduled, one in early September and one in late September as well. So we should have five rides done for the year. Oh, that would be pretty cool. It's a lot of riding. It is a lot of riding, but I know you love to do it. That's cool. I know your wife likes well, you to leave town for a few months, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Nancy would never go that. for that. I, I don't know how true that is. But, you know, I, I <laughs> tell her right. she's welcome to come with me whenever she can break away from her business. Yeah, that's she does. Nancy too. would never go for that. She'd never go for you being out of town? Not for that long. Why not? I it was tough for me to go to Germany for last last month. That's what she told me. She tried. She told, "Can you talk Nick into leaving more?" And I said, "I'll see what I can do, Nancy." When I mentioned that I might go to Italy for the month of September, why did she go with you? Didn't go over very well. Why doesn't she go with you? She always does. Oh, she doesn't want to go to. Uh, No, she wants to go. She loves it there. Where are we going? Why is she upset? I think she has some conflicting. Uh, oh, she does. Obligations. Somebody's got to work. She's trying. What you're saying, Nick, is but she's trying to get out of on this ride. No, definitely not. <laughs> I make well, it. Listen, I would make it about two hours. <laughs> I have to get a hotel room. Two hours. <laughs> two hours, and I need a hotel room. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I can understand that. It works for me, but no, it's great. So, as you go along, more and more people uh, I, I know watch out for you. Here, you're coming through town, so the more often you do it, the more people show up. From what I understand, is that right? Yes, that is exactly correct. And I'm looking forward to inviting, you know, I'm going to be in Rapid City for five or six days. I'm sure that we're going to be able to draw quite a crowd from that. And when I rolled into Washington last May, when I pulled into Washington, I think I was with a group of about 95. Real? Of course, pulling into Washington for Memorial Day weekend, a group of 95 is small. Do yourself a favor. Go to the Alexander Hotel in Rapid City and have dinner, man. What a great hotel. That hotel's got to be well over 100 years old. I'll write that down and see if we can go to that. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's great. I haven't been there in years now, but it used to be, I, I assume it's still the same. Wonderful place. Indeed. I used to love traveling for Capitol Records. I'd get all over the place and find all, you know, I would have never gone to the Alex uh, in Rap City unless I was doing some business. So that was a great part of that job. I loved that part of it. You know, traveling is pretty neat. And it's one of the things that surprised me about doing this job. You know, every city you go to, it almost feels like you go to a different country, except they usually speak English. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the cultures change so much from one city to another. L.A. is nothing like San Francisco. Oh, God, Minneapolis nothing, yeah. is nothing like Chicago. Yep. It's amazing. Well, L.A. is, well, LA is nothing like nice. L.A. like it used to, like it was. I mean, <laughs> I mostly, actually, true, most yeah. of these cities you go to today that you went to 10 years ago are unrecognizable. Yeah. Are they really? Absolutely. Unrecognizable. Even Sunset Strip now, they're knocking everything down. Why? Yeah, they're knocking Adobe Records. is getting knocked down. Is condos, really? man. Where the oh, hard, condos, where, yeah. Where, where the... Where the uh, 
Hard Rock used to be. Mm-hmm. All, all that's gone. Everything's gone. It's all condos. Mm. So it's all gonna I be- swear in 20 years, every city is just going to be like one giant condo well, like building. Basically, yeah. China, Russia. You know. I mean, it's unrecognizable. Like, you drive, what, what, where, where am I? You know, I, I got to travel to the Strip in April promoting the book, but I couldn't tell you that it was different because I'd never been there before. Oh, the Strip's not nothing like it was. It's mm. kind of it's kind of sad. Everyone that in, in my generation goes there now, and you just you, you actually literally become sad. God, I haven't been to L.A. now like, in, what, it, it 30 actually, years? You, it'll make you sad. Like, you're literally, you'll literally be sad. Maybe it'll be sad like, it'll be like look, going to your, your old home, and it's just bulldozed down and something else. Well, the tower's still there. That's good. Capital Records Tower. It's all yeah. It's it's not not in good shape. It's in disrepair now. Well, that, remember that? I don't know. Remember that? That's uh, CNN or somebody had built a tower that never got finished. Oh the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember that? It's still that, unfinished. I think it's still standing, just oh like my it was. Why? <laughs> Thirty some years CNN. later, it had some some issues and it. Everybody bailed on Where it. is this? Right on, right on the strip in Hollywood. Well, if it's CNN, they probably shut it down because they found out somebody else was not going to pay for Actually, it. you know what? Is that on Sunset or Hollywood Boulevard? That might be on Hollywood Boulevard. I think you're right. Because I don't know where it would be next to the tower. You got Pink's Hot Dogs. That's over there, which works it, for Which me. I don't even understand. A, a line to get a hot dog. 24 hours a day. <laughs> 24 hours a day. Over 100 people. It's true. But the one in Vegas doesn't work that way. Tourists. No, no, no line. Tourists will stand in line for a long time. For a God, I have yeah. so many great memories of, of when Catherine and I walk, walking into Musso and Frank's, and three guys are coming out. Two of them are bodyguards, and one in the middle, so drunk he couldn't walk, was Rod Stewart. All those great restaurants. <laughs> all those great restaurants are all. Musso and Frank's not there anymore? It's there, but it, you won't even recognize oh, it. Oh, God, we love Catherine. The revolving door is gone. Why don't you tell them about your order at Musso and Frank's? I don't wish to. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell them what you ordered when we were there? One of our first uh, first trips together. It probably was our first trip together. Might have been. 19, no, it wasn't because that was 80. When did Thriller come out? That was 81 or 82? It's been around mm-hmm. around then. Mm-hmm. It was one, 81 or 82. It was one of our first trips together, but Catherine, we go to Musso and Frank's, which I always love going there at Capitol. Catherine orders a lobster, only she ordered a 10 Well, I didn't hear lobster. what he said. I this heard, lobster heard lobster was as big as half this table. He didn't, <laughs> say, pounds, yeah. he didn't say, I have a gigantic lobster. He just said, our tonight's special lobster, and he had a really heavy accent he of did. some yes, kind. He did, yes, he did, absolutely. And I said, so, lobster? Oh, okay. Let's say, and he's, he, he didn't say... Ten pounds. Yeah, sure. Are you Enough sure? For ten people. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Thin lady that you want a twenty pound lobster. Hey, thin lady. Well, the best part about a ten pound lobster is you get like what four ounces what of meat did, out of it. What did a ten pound no. lobster cost at Musso and Frank's? You know what's funny about that? I'll show you how long ago it was. He didn't it was even like eighty one or eighty two. Oh, he told me the price. Why did you say okay? No, no. After he brought it, he oh. told me the oh. price. It wasn't that much, was it? Was it a couple hundred bucks. Was it that much? Well, back and in those now days, like a couple hundred bucks or two thousand. Well, two hundred dollars and eighty-one is now almost six hundred dollars. So, yeah. no, so still was a pretty good deal. Two hundred bucks. Well, I don't know if I'd call that a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> For one lobster, good best friends with you. Yeah. Well, we were giving it away to all the. You know, it's like, yeah. Would you, yeah. Excuse me. Would you like some lobster? <laughs> would you like some lobster? <laughs> like, hey, you know, that if I end up marrying this woman, it's going to be very expensive. 
to visit it. It seriously looked like a dinosaur. It was just oh, it, claws. It, it, were, it was Catherine. It I actually felt it bad. actually is a dinosaur. I yeah. felt bad. Lobsters, I think, are one of the oldest. No, it actually is a dinosaur. And when I saw Way that, go, I was Catherine. I was like, oh my god, I murdered an they, old they are fluid, dinosaur. They are they are the old oldest oldest thing around, like the cockroaches. Well, Wait a minute. I wonder how much it was. Maybe it was a thousand dollars. Maybe it was a hundred thousand dollars. Might have been a hundred thousand. It might have been a thousand dollars because it might have been a hundred dollars a pound. Lucy Frank's is expensive. So. It was. I bet you it was a thousand bucks. So now it'd be more like about three thousand bucks. Ten thousand. Let's go up with. No, 10. I'm just doing the comparison. And now back to Tony Price. And a ten pound. Ten pound. Catherine, I don't spend that much on stupid story. I don't spend that much on food for a whole year. Well, I didn't want to, but she ordered a ten pound lobster. Lobsters. and Franks. Lobsters evolved 140 million years ago. So way to go, Catherine. They are dinosaurs. Pretty old. Way to go, Catherine. And I believe they were like one of the first, the first fluid, fluid movement creature, like like an insect. I can believe that. I don't like. I don't really order lobster because I consider what it eats. Yeah. What does it eat? They're Poop. pretty gross. It eats the stuff on the bottom of the ocean. That's what I, th- that's what I thought. Oh, I yeah. love crustaceans. All of them. <laughs> I love yeah, crustaceans. It's my baby. favorite food. Give me some crustaceans. You know, I, I will eat it. It's just not my favorite. Oh, crab legs. I'll eat crab legs yeah, all day. Too. Oh, yeah, crab legs. Nonstop. No. I'll eat them all day. There's one crab. thing I won't, too. though. What is it that the bottom feeder that you, you, that's nasty? I don't like crawfish uh, too much. Carp? Well, you can't eat carp, fish? I don't think. Yeah, people well, you eat can carp. smoke it. You can smoke carp. People eat carp. I when you I was living when I was living in Palm, West Palm, I there was an all you can eat crab leg. I went there every day and I ate it so much I got gout. You got gout from yeah. eating so much crap. Yeah, I did. That's really was nice, it Nick. It? it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Oh, I had tubs of butter and pounds of crab meat just all day. There's no reason why they put limits on the crab legs now at the buffet. No, this was just an all-you-can-eat <laughs> seafood you. only. It wasn't a buffet. <laughs> Limit one I'm... plate, one tray. Now, Andy was like that. I was. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. What was that? Joe, Joe's Crabber, no, oh, Joe's, Joe's up in... Anchor, the Anchor Inn? No, up in no. Maple Grove. Joe's? Yeah, Joe's Crab. Joe's Crab, yeah. 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 Joe's they used yeah. to have an all-you-can-eat. And Except he, for Andy. See, seriously, <laughs> we'd all be lying there sleeping as he's because we were, we were done with dinner an hour and a half ago, and he's still getting platters yeah. of Oh, I'm crab good at it, man. I rip them with a fork. <laughs> I rip them with a fork. I pull a whole chunk of meat out, one big chunk. Uh, I said, I can, I'm, like can a sea otter. Quick, man. Yep. sea otter in a past life. Otter, I get one of those little mini forks. I stab it and just rip the whole... Wow. Pull that meat out. <laughs> you and your tiny. I guess somebody's course. going to the ocean air tonight. He's a machine. I just All right, made Nancy Anthony that. Price, the the author Anthony Price, Tony Price, the guy we know, Gold Star starts Friday. You said the fourth oh. ride starts Friday. That's wonderful. August second starts Friday, and you will be in Louisville on August third. By the way, I'll be appearing at Hazelden on August third for <laughs> Hazelfest. For Hazelfest, <laughs> and voluntarily I just, or involuntarily? Voluntarily. <laughs> They have. They sent me the doc, the, the the whole printout. It says Tom Bernard performing at one twenty. What am when I gonna go? the moon is I saw an ad yesterday. A really bad, badly made ad. Like like a one a one year old made it, and it was taped to a thing, and it said special guest from the KQS Morning Show. KQS. Who? KQS. I don't know who. Didn't say. <laughs> what was it for? It was oh, wait, for, we got to take a break anyway. Yeah. Tony, check in from the road, man. I'll do my best to do that. All right. Thank you lot. very much for having me on today. Absolutely. Tony Price, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with the what's the story you're going to tell us again? I was talking about some flyer from. Oh, a, fly, a flyer. But I don't know what that show. would be. Back to talk about a All right, we'll be back. <laughs> 
Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. What a great song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back indistinguishable from magic. Nick Pope with us. How are you, Nick? Hi, good. Thank you very much. Great to have you on. Nick Pope was scripted and stars in the new UFO documentary, Indistinguishable from Magic. Says, storming Area 51 is madness. That, that There is no way that can happen, is there, Nick? No, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, it's I can't break into a... Yeah. Attempting to break into a military installation is a federal <laughs> offense. You'll you'll end, yeah, you'll end up with a fine, with jail time, a criminal record, and all the signs around there say use of lethal force authorized. So yeah, you could end up dead on every level. <laughs> but, uh, oh God! Yeah, you could end well, up. People dead, have so. gotten so comfortable that they don't realize that. Things can be dangerous. No, it's like no, it's right. like people storming the Pentagon. You're going to get killed, man. Yeah. They're going to come out in full force. Storms just think of Area 51 as like this funny place that I've seen in Men in Black. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah, that's probably what they do think. I think you're right about that. Uh, yeah, it's the desert. It's remote. It's unforgiving. People will run out of bottled water. They'll yeah. run out of gas. They'll get lost. There are snakes, even. <laughs> it's a dangerous place. There is rattlesnakes there. I've been mm-hmm. around right, right near there. Did. Nick, did you write your own descriptor for this story? Because I love the last line in the first paragraph of the descriptor. It says here, I understand people's thirst for knowledge about UFOs and their frustration at government secrecy, but reckless, dangerous, and illegal actions will only set back the cause. Final line, there are better ways to lobby the authorities. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, great... that is completely me. Yeah, I, I, write my, I write my own stuff, absolutely. That's a great line. There are better ways. You no, know, some, somebody, somebody point blank asked, asked the president about it recently, oh, the and day. he said, I don't believe in UFOs, and no, we don't have anything. Hmm. Is that what he said? That's what he said. But, but 
But, you know, he made one other very interesting remark there. He said, yes, I attended a short meeting on it. Yes, he and did he say also that. Yeah. Said, yeah, he said there's something a little bit different and we're watching. Mm. One of my favorite quotes in the last week of our president, Donald, and I'm not anti-Trump, nor am I pro-Trump. I, you know, he's the president, so I'll honor him. He's doing a great job. He's, he's, yeah, he's doing a great But he said, honestly, God, Nick, I don't know if you saw this or not, but President Trump on television said, you know, the government's doing a great job. The president, me, I'm doing a great job. <laughs> In case you forgot. <laughs> In case you forgot, I am the president. It was unbelievable. I think he's still coming to terms with it. Like, yeah. In reality, yeah. I, I missed that one. I missed that one. Oh, God. It was just he goes to the president. Hey, me, did you, see, did you, did you see, uh, Nick, are you from the UK? Yes, but I've lived in the U.S. since 2012. Right, but you're now, from the so UK. I, I, yeah. But so the, yeah. the UK well, has their own Trump now. They call him the UK Trump. Well, that's true. But he Morris, looks, he looks he's literally no, the he, British he's Trump. He's literally the, UK, the British Trump. I mean, they, they actually call him UK Trump. Yes, and now now he's got to sort out Brexit. So yes. good luck with that. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> I don't You'll, think it's going to happen. I don't either. You don't think it is? Nope. Nick, Nick Pope, I do. I think lo- it's going to be a mess, whatever happens. Yes. Yeah, it's already right. a mess. That's already, already a mess, mess. yeah. Anybody that anybody that's elected to office or given office, the prime minister of England, and comes up with an anagram that is dude, D-U-T-E is his anagram. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think that's wonderful, Nick. So, uh, okay, so here's the situation. So basically they're saying there's nothing there, don't go. And you're, you're, I couldn't agree with you more when you say storming Area 51 is madness. There's no question about that. So, uh, Indistinguishable from Magic is a film that delves into the likely consequences of what would be the biggest discovery in human history. Yeah, uh, I would imagine that's probably true. Finding out that unidentified flying objects, uh, aliens from other planets, that would be be quite the discovery. There's no question about that. Yeah, we we would have to rewrite, I guess, the history books, the rule books. We'd have to totally reassess who we are as a species, what our place is in the cosmos, and every aspect of human society, politics, economics, science, religion, everything would be affected. Oh, yeah, there's no question. You know, that's, that's kind of fascinating because a lot of people I've talked to, in, you know, over the years, I've been doing radio now almost 50 years, and I've talked to people about they have a very strong belief that, that actually aliens and UFOs where were all the so-called gods came from that early earthlings talked about? They, they talked about the gods, and they say they claim that there actually were aliens and UFOs back. Then. Well, there are there are carvings of of spaceships in yes. e- Egyptian mm-hmm. early early Egyptian stuff and Mayan too. Mm-hmm. There's the carvings of spaceships in Mayan temples. Really? So that's pretty old. And you have to think if the universe goes on for infinity, never ends, never planets and suns and mm-hmm. moons for infinity, mm-hmm. there has to be another part of the, somewhere where there's something alive. What do you think of that, Nick? That, that is pretty much true. There has to be something out, so, somebody out there somewhere. I Not maybe people, um, but something. Yeah. Yeah. No, com- completely. And one of the points I make in Indistinguishable from Magic is that in in a universe nearly 14 billion years old. The chances, if we start, if we meet one of these other civilizations, which I, I'm sure we will someday, maybe soon, we're not going to find that they're just 50 years ahead of us in technology. In a universe 14 billion years old, we might find that we're dealing with civilizations with a million 
years plus head start on us. And what might their technology look like? And that's where I got the title from, the old Arthur C. Clarke quote, where he said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And that's what we'll be dealing with. I could see that to be true. And I would guess everybody would probably be ahead of us pretty much. More advanced than us. We may find... We, that, that's the interesting thing. And, you know, the, the other thing, people say to me all the time, what do you think the aliens look like? As if there's just going to be one other civilization. Right. <laughs> if we're not alone in the universe, the chances of there just being one other civilization are vanishingly small. Chances are there's a whole bunch of them out there. Some maybe not as advanced as us, but many, many, much more so. Like I say, millions of years ahead of us in science and technology. What would that look like? How would we deal with it? See, Nick, I don't think most humans' head can, they can't get their head to wrap around. And no, it's, it's endless. a scope that most it's people can't. It's endless. It goes on for infinity yeah. of planets, suns, and moons. Well, they just recently found another planet that's very much like Earth. So I can't it's imagine. It's endless. There's, like there's not... billions of them. And yeah. It goes on planet? forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It never ends. Yeah. It's... <laughs> as, as See, we can't, you can't comprehend the... that. No. I think it was Douglas Adams, the sci-fi author, who said space is big, very, very big. And it was comedy, but I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's infinite. It's and infinite. Therefore, if you throw the dice an infinite amount of times, anything can come up. Right. God, I remember when I was a little boy uh, back, in the, back in the late 50s and early 60s, all the War of the Worlds and all those those movies came out. And, of course, many years before that, Orson Welles had done his thing and scared people, uh, severely scared some people by claiming that did we were being attacked. people commit suicide or something? They, I don't know if they ever did. Nick Pope, do you know if they, if they if anybody did commit suicide, War of the Worlds, with, with the radio drama with Orson Welles? Because there's talk you about know, that. I- I know that when that happened, and it was 1938, so just before the Second World War, time of of great stress and fear and tension, I don't know for sure. It's disputed now just what the consequences were. But I was looking at this just the other day, and, and there were thousands of media articles afterwards, and Orson Welles was besieged by people who were outraged at, at this. And he said at the time, fortunately, it turns out he was wrong, he said, my career's finished. Right, right. Now, I, I, I do find it pretty interesting that, uh, well, and again, back in the late 50s, early 60s, man, there were so many movies about... If you about, listen to that now, though, it's, it's so... It's, what, to me talking while you talk over me? Oh, that, that <laughs> show. God, you're unbelievable. <laughs> No, I just I was talking about the fact that there was so much attention paid in the late 50s and early 60s, 70s to UFOs and aliens and are they coming? Well, we were going into space. We were going into space, exactly. And that that was the whole deal. What about that, Nick? So 1969, just the the 50th anniversary just happened. Uh, It really made the the, the depiction of UFOs and, and aliens in movies. It was everywhere after that, I remember. Yeah. I I mean, I think that life imitates art, art imitates life. And when we took those first steps outside of our own Earth, going to the moon 50 years ago, I think it focused people's minds on the fact that, hey, there's a whole universe out there and we don't know what, what we might find. 
And that journey is continuing. And of course, now we, we say that we're going back to the moon, then Mars. Ultimately, humankind will have to travel to the stars if we're to survive as a species. And we are on those first exciting steps. The, the question is, are we going to get out there and find that, that it's empty? I very much doubt it. Yeah, and, and that's right. the big question. So what about the people that, that posit that we're not even from here, that we were brought to Earth by aliens? There are a lot of people believe that, too. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Right. But, but you know, I, I think there are a lot of theories out there, and, and not all of them are true, of course. But what I always say with this subject is that the skeptics have to be right every day. But the believers only need to be right once, and we're in absolute game-changing territory. Oh, I think that's absolutely wonderful. Is it becoming more and more, as, as, as technology advances, all the rest of it, is it becoming more and more fun to do your job? Yes, because I think a few years ago, this was regarded as slightly fringe, crazy stuff. But now, whether it's because of the, the next generation of space telescopes, what we're discovering about exoplanets. I think now we're getting a window on the universe that we didn't have before. And more and more people are just realizing, hey, the crazy thing would be thinking we're alone. So I think we're closing in on it, and it's only a matter of time. The, the question is, what are we going to find, and how are we going to respond to it? Why do you think it is, Nick, that, that in, at least in, in television and, and movies, that, that, that uh, aliens are very hostile people and we're all going to die? Well, why do they want to think that aliens will come upon us and wipe us out? Well, I think, the, the, I suppose it's the old adage that fear sells. Yeah. Having said yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I think we, we could say there are some movies like E.T. and Close mm -hmm. Encounters of the Third Kind uh, which are pretty, pretty massive movies, of course, which went the other way yeah. with this. So there's a, a whole range of opinions. I think my two favorite sci-fi movies, and probably it, it's going to be the closest to what actually happens, is Arrival and Contact. They're two really thoughtful movies that ask some really intelligent questions. Uh, same ones that I ask in Indistinguishable from Magic. How are we going to communicate with, with extraterrestrials. What are we going to say? Who speaks for planet Earth? How do we respond? And I want us to start thinking about this now so that we're ready for it, not after it happens and everyone kind of runs around and thinks, heck, what do we do now? You know, Nick, I'm, I'm hoping because of the business I'm in and the business I've always been in, that these aliens come and they have all of these like hundreds of thousands of great new jokes we haven't heard yet. <laughs> I would love, wouldn't that be great? They're all comedians. They're all comedians. These aliens God, come on, they're I all comedians. Oh, well, don't let comedians loose on Twitter, even if they're <laughs> aliens. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think as a, as a, Mad as a Brit, Nick? What do you think of a, 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 a new generation Stan Laurel? We need more Stan Laurels in the world, don't we? Absolutely. Why not? And exactly. that's, you know, that's an interesting point. We are not going to have anything. If, we, if we're being visited, if, if advanced extraterrestrials come here, we're not going to have anything to teach them about science and technology. But they might be interested in the more abstract yeah. human things, art, literature, poetry, and yes, humor. And, may, I mean, and maybe our stinky animals. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, we had a dog They'll in be here fine. that smelled oh. so bad. I, honest to God, Nick, there was just a dog in here, and people were having it, but I can't smell it I touched it, it, man. Seriously. Oh, yeah, you should probably go wash your hands. Melissa, my hands Melissa so brought the dog into the lavatory to try to lavatory. get her less stinky, and she came back more Much stinky. Worse. <laughs> it was so awful. I just, pat, I just patted her in the head, and my hands stunk so bad. Oh, yeah. She oh, rolled you'll be into fine. something really bad. Maybe Nick, it's aliens. <laughs> it might be aliens. Nick, how do we find uh, the documentary? It's on Amazon.com, and it's on iTunes and uh, Vimeo. And I put a link to the Amazon on my Twitter, which is at Nick Pope M-O-D. And that's for Ministry of Defense, where I used to work. So Ooh. at Nick Pope M-O-D on Twitter. Why don't we get you back on? I'd love to talk to you about working for the Ministry of Defense sometime. That that would be I'd love to have you Is back you on to talk, to talk about, about that. it. Yeah. Or are you sure even allowed to talk that. about it? That's true. I, as, as long as I don't divulge any classified information, it's okay. <laughs> Which we won't be doing cuz I I like where I am no. right now. I don't no. want to go to prison in America or in England. No. Me neither. And by the way, I'll tell you I love your country. England is a magnificent place. It really is. Short thing. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Have a great day. Nick Pope, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in just a couple of minutes with the family. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. Oh, she's going with that smell. That's really nice. Oh, Poor Jamie. We're trying not to crack up. I mean, she Daisy. had like she, tears over there. Oh my god, she smelled so bad. I'm trying. I'm like trying to listen to this poor guy talk, and I'm like, <laughs> well, she was over right next to me, and she's lean, like leaning up, up against my chair, going, "Why yeah. are they mad at Kathy me?" Kathy used I to do? go into the lake shore. <laughs> 
and roll in something in the lakeshore and come back and smell like that. Yeah. But he was always like a very odd green color when he came back up, <laughs> and it reeked just like that. So it was dead something. Dead fish guts. It was bad. Poor puppy. <laughs> Maybe that's why Jude was growling at her. He's like, Made get away, you yeah. stink. You Girl, stink. you stink. Very well could have been. <laughs> Poor little Daisy. She was just like, over, She was over here. Why is everybody mad at it me? It was so <laughs> awful. Poor puppy. <laughs> She's a sweet little dog. How? Oh, your car's going to smell now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You're going to have to de-stink oh, and you're your gonna car. Have, yeah, you're going to have to Febreze. de-stink your car. Yay. What is this whole story about, a, you know, now Nick, Nick Pope's got me in the mood. For? Uh, in an ongoing... For casserole. What do you think? I mean, honestly, what do you mean for? For? I'd really like some hot dish right now. Maybe. I don't know. In an ongoing bout with climate change, Arctic reindeer aren't doing so hot. Some 200 animals have been found dead on Norway's Svalbard archipelago. I wonder how many news people are going to mispronounce the word archipelago today. Archipelago. I guarantee you they're going to say archipelago. Oh, come on. When's the last time you heard the word archipelago? Two seconds ago. When I said it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Is that it? Exactly? Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 reindeer typically dig away at vegetation hidden beneath the snow, but climate change is making it rain much more. There it is. Um, did you see the latest, by the way, the latest prediction? No. When we'll come to an end because of global warming? Oh. Remember, uh, AOC said it was 12 years? It's always 12 million been, it's, years. It's been 12 years from now for like 40 years. It's going to be 12 one, million years. The latest one, it's one. It's a, it's a clock, and I don't know where this clock is, nor do I care where it is, but according to this clock, we're all going to die from uh, global uh, from climate change in 18 months. 18 months. Wow. Well, then why, I'm gonna, why I'm worry about up. it? Let's just quit our jobs and party. Yeah, Come on, 18 months. Well, I hate to tell you this, Catherine, but I'm popping open a few bottles of wine when I get home. We only got 18 months I'm to gonna go. I'm going to run up those credit cards like bottles. they've never seen. <laughs> like they've never seen. Spend money like a drunken months, sailor. Why not? As they used to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 you know. Could you find that for me, Andy, see if you track that down? Because whenever I look for something, it takes me 600 it used to years. Be, there used to be a clock when you got off a of Highland in, in Hollywood, and it had it was a clock of how many people died from cigarette smoke and oh, it yeah. thing never stopped. Yeah. Never stopped. Yep. Oh, <laughs> never stopped. It was moving as fast as that. That's terrible. I just, I found but it's out gone a now. That clock's gone. Is it? It's gone, yeah, it's gone. I found out a friend of mine, and I won't say his name because it's, you know, whatever, but he uh, he was a smoker, just found out he died last year, and I didn't even know it. Well, wait till, wait, wait till, I just watched the whole, there's a whole documentary on vaping. They have no idea oh, what's in this stuff at all, man. Idea, Nobody's man. ever checked it. Nobody's ever tested it. The FDA knows nothing about it. I have a question. You know when you vape and that cloud's as big as like a <laughs> cloud in the sky? It can't be good for you. Well, no. it's not smoke, though, so it's... Well, it's vague. Well, smoke and meth does the same amount of cloud. Yeah, yeah I'm not And surprised. it acts exactly the same. What you find out about the 18-month clock? You got anything, Andy? This is according to Hans Joachim Schellenhuber. Of course it is. From the <laughs> Potsdam Climate Institute, he oh, says. Oh, yeah, there you go, yep. Within 18 months, the planet's going to be doomed. Within 18 months? Yep. And how does he arrive at that? Uh, I'm sure he makes a lot of money by saying that. See, that's the whole problem. If there weren't a lot of money in climate change, I would really... Look, we all want to live on a cleaner planet, but it just amazes me that the very same people that yell about we need to live on a cleaner planet allow people to poop in their streets and throw their hypodermic needles wherever they want to. Or fly around and 
their own private jets and helicopters. Well, there is that Like too. the guy who jumped out of his helicopter in Lake, Min- Lake uh, Minnetonka this last weekend. I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. What was that all about? Some rich kid. He had a helicopter, decided he's going to jump by the helicopter in Lake Minnetonka. So he flew the helicopter over the lake, he had, which he's he, not he, supposed to he be had, doing. He, had, he was flown over the lake, and his friends were in a pontoon boat, and he oh, jumped out of the helicopter. And, Do I know him? I don't know. There's tons of video of it on Facebook. What's his name? I don't know. Bill Berditzman? <laughs> so what does this guy say? Eight, so what, what is going to happen in the next 18 months where we're all going to perish? He's vague about it. Oh, he's vague. Oh, we got we, 18 months. Are we burning up? Yeah, are I, we suffocating? What yeah, are we doing? Which, What's which happening? One is it? Yeah. They, they, they went up. These are these glaciers that they say are melting so fast, and the Arctic glaciers and the polar <clears throat> bears are drowning. They did these like mile, like four mile core samples of these glaciers. They yeah. cut a core out and they pull them out. Yeah, right. Exactly. And they can see how cold. The water was, and if there's any vegetation Correct. or parasites right. or any yep. you know, living things, and every you know hundred years or two hundred years, there's a melt. There's a melt, and yep, they exactly. can see things, you know, live. I remember green when I first met Catherine. When I first met Catherine, it was global cooling they were worried about. Yeah. The, yes, we were going to all remember? freeze to yeah. death. Another where ice where age do you live coming. in that in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of the reasons why they put the Minnesota Zoo where it was, where it is in Apple Valley, is because of that. I remember when they built that thing. Everybody was like, "Why out in Apple Valley? It's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, so hard for people to get to." Blah blah blah. They're like, "Oh, because of global cooling. As the as it gets cooler, Apple Valley will stay warmer a little bit longer." Oh my God! Really? That what, is what two they minutes? said. That is what they said. <laughs> That's it'll, ridiculous. It'll stay warmer for two extra. I minutes. I mean, in other words, the land was cheap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's but exactly it sounds right. better that it's science. You, you do have that banana belt that runs South Dakota and a little bit part. Of What's it called again? The banana belt. Anytime there's a the... warm. Front. It stays yeah, warmer. Warm. It's warmer yeah. there than anywhere there was else. There's another name for it. The Chinook? Oh, no, yeah, that's Chinook. a cold one. I didn't know there was another name. Remember, what, remember, what, remember. Uh, what Denny Green called it when he was at the, the head coach of the Vikings? Yeah, you got that thing up there, that Calcutta Clipper. Yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, the Calcutta Clipper? Yeah. What are you talking about? Sounds like a basketball team. <laughs> it does, exactly. Uh, yes, I don't know. Look, like I said, we all want to live on a clean planet. We don't want people throwing our garbage everywhere, especially all you people that march for a yeah, better climate to throw your Chinook. People can in. always see what's going on in India and China. Oh, my yeah. God. They can always see it. Oh. All coming They're from, dumping everything down holes, mile holes in the ground, just dumping it. Yeah, in the oceans. Are. Dumping Ugh. it. Just dumping it. Be unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, and that's the whole problem. Look, here's the problem I have with all of it. If there wasn't so much money to be made by people like Al Gore on this climate change, he made, somebody told me, $400 million off of that Speeches. tour. He was getting like 100 grand a speech. Oh, yeah, he's worth, million. he's worth so much money now. And do, doesn't he live in like a 30,000 yes, square foot house with seven furnaces? They all do. They all My favorite do. was when he did the, one, I think it was in Toronto, he did a speech about global warming. Eight SUVs to go six blocks. <laughs> That's okay, though. He could do that, but not us. You can't do it. Well, he's important. And that's the same problem I have with all these other people now, like this, uh, what's her, Marianne Williamson. She she says that we owe the, the descendants of slaves a debt of $500 billion. Who, who maybe, is she, anyway? I don't know, but she's a, just another one. If... I would agree that everybody should everybody should you know do everything they possibly can to wipe out a horrible period, 
You're never going to wipe it out, but we'll try to make things better, except for you're going to make money doing it, and that's what really bothers me with this whole but thing. But haven't they learned lie. that you can't throw money at things and fix no, them? No, exactly. It's you, not You'll throw money at it. It'll still be the same exact thing when it's yeah. over. You'll just well, be poorer. $16 billion in Baltimore. How'd that work? Baltimore is God. I know. Let's see. So sad. I can say it. I live right right there, man. I used to hang out in Baltimore a lot. Mm -hmm. Baltimore's always been rough. South Baltimore is literally a war zone. In 2007, Al Gore had a 20-room mansion with a natural gas and electric (laughs) bill of $2,400 per month. Wow. But he's telling us we need to need to live cleaner. He consumed fraud and (laughs) as much energy in one month. The, as a average house an entire year. There you go. Uh, How many people were living in that house? Did he, did he house any, you know, homeless people? No, yeah, I, I, bet at least. I bet he did. Sure he yeah. did. So, I mean, the fact that anyone took him seriously really speaks to how mindless people can well, be. Well, he used to carry around, carry around, carry, go around with this guy that everybody thought was a scientist. Mm-hmm. It turns out that he wasn't, he had nothing to do with anything. No, oh, look, look people guy. are following Bill Nye, the science, the science he's guy. He's not even a scientist. He's nothing. The guy is literally, he has, he has a degree in engineering. Yeah. He's not a scientist. Mechanical engineering. <laughs> Mechanical engineering. And I don't actually, I think it's only a four year degree. Not even a master's. It. So, it, it. It, but people, they, they swear he's the god of all no on what climate change. He is one of the worst human beings I've ever talked to in my people life. People he's a children's show host. He's a That's terrible all he human is. Being he's too. a real jerk, yeah. He is an incredible jerk. But he's oh, on God, TV, he's so guy. he must be wonderful. Yeah. But here that's the whole problem with the, the the whole thing about, you know, climate change and reparations and all Turn it over to people who are not college professors or politicians. Let right. somebody else in. You people can't handle it because somehow the money will disappear. Well, all they're doing is trying to get, you know, some sort of uh, following or, yeah. you know, some sort of attention. That's the only reason why well, they do anything. And every single black friend that I have, and, they're, you know, and I'm not saying I, all of my black friends, I'm not doing that whitey thing that they do from the suburbs. They do not want reparations because they say they'll never see the money anyway. It'll all go somewhere else, and you'll go, well, look, you people got all that money. Where is it now? Well, we never got it. Well, well you people. It'll be the same old I, argument. I, I, older black guys talking about you the other day. About me? I think, yeah. He said, oh, he went to the same high school, but not the same year. And he's like, yeah, it's good to see a nurse, somebody from the neighborhood do good. That's sweet. But I forget who Very it was. Nice. I get that a lot. You can't remember who the guy's name. I forget who it was. What he do? Don't know. Do you know where you were? Yeah, I do know where I was. I can't say on the air. But you know I that know our know black listenership oh. to the KQ Morning Show has exploded in the last couple of years? He doesn't listen to KQ or anything. He just knew you just at, knew from Northside yeah. and knew you from school. Oh, he didn't. He knew me. Well, he knew of you. We he were in the same okay. grade. Okay. Is he older or younger? He's younger. Or no, older, 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 older. Did this well, really happen? You no, know, he was older. You're no. making this up as you no, go along. No, no. He, he was, he's older than you. I wonder who I know exactly how old he is. I had to think about how old he is and how old he is. But I... So were we friends, or you just knew me? No, he, you weren't friends. Oh, okay. No, What's but nice he did live in the in the same neighborhood as you. Well, God, I, it was nice of him. Yeah. Well, very nice. Of, see, no, that's the, I like to hear that because actually, you know what? My, you know what? My neighbor just said the same thing to me recently. He was Northside too, Gary Heck. Oh, heck, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, he went to school with you too. He did absolutely. Yeah, he went did. to school with you yeah. too. And was it Bill? Bill Heck? Yeah. Oh, those set five brothers. Yeah, five brothers. Yeah, exactly. Who's the one that with the barbecue? Yeah. Exactly. Is he the one at the barbecue? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's so the one. That's good Friday. stuff. It's real good <laughs> stuff. 
But I do hear a lot of that. Down Brings from out the, north the smoker. Side. But that, it's all about North Side, though. Oh, They're yeah. proud of somebody from North Side. Oh, yeah. It Absolutely. ain't anything else. They, they wouldn't care less if you weren't, you know, if you were anybody from anywhere else. They'd be like, ah, who gives a crap about him? But if you're from North Side, right. then it's, you know, it's really it's funny. It's almost like though. a team. Yeah. yeah, it's like a team. If all these, these white people from, like, you know, Mount Curve and Minnetonka and all that stuff, because they all think that the black people can't stand me. And it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's, it you is. think that, but they don't. They love to see a guy who, who came from nothing succeed. They love that. And it's funny, too, the stereotype that people don't think black people listen to classic rock. I know. And they it's, do. Of course they do. <laughs> I listen to soul music, and I'm white. So I know a lot of people listen to Kick Your Ass to the oh, Color. Oh, God. It's just, would you settle down with all of it? Just all you calm down. Well, people have a stereotype, and they want to stick to it. Well, and that's what, and they created it too, by the way. Oh, that's of course they did. They, they're stereo. Hey, look, let me tell you. If they ever got five hundred billion dollars to pay reparations, black people might get about fifteen, twenty bucks of it, and the rest would disappear. Hey, just, <laughs> I guarantee. I just, was, I was just following this this new thing that City Council of Minneapolis wants one point six billion million dollars for shot spotter activation in North, Again, in North yes. Minneapolis. Well, they already got that yeah, yeah, <laughs> years last, ago, yep. and nobody knows where the money went. It's just gone. Well, we, if we have those. Not in North Minneapolis. We don't? Nope. We had a couple of them. Yeah, but not that it didn't not do the whole, whole, the whole thing. The whole well, what yeah. good does it do anyway? It doesn't, it doesn't stop crime. Listen, doesn't this, I don't know if you guys have been following all the news stations of, of this. No one responding to 911 calls. And, yeah. they, and they say they say delayed response. No, it's not delayed. Not it was, they say not immediate response. Yes, yeah, six hours is an immediate response. Well, six hours, a lot later. It's six hours. Fifty-five hundred. Fifty-five hundred un, unanswered. Unanswered. But nobody what difference can. does it make? Nobody. There aren't any real. I mean, all the laws don't need to be adhered to anymore. Well, so there, who cares about anything? It's all about Sad. people. Don't understand the full story though. It's all if you don't answer nine one one calls, fifty-five hundred of them in a year. Yeah, it's all lowers the crime rate on paper. Yeah, it does. You're absolutely it's, right. It and, does. And there's one person that controls that whole entity of MPD. One that person. Would be the mayor, right? We have a weak mayoral government. His That's only exactly job is right. law enforcement. Mayor Fry controls the police department. One hundred percent. Soul. He doesn't have to ask anybody about anything. He can just do. Well, I just I disagree with the fact that you're supposed to call nine one one for small things like noise disturbances. Or, I agree. I, I, I think agree. that's stupid. It is stupid. We shall take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for thirty six months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble free, energy efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale. Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They helped me change my life, 
and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. This is me performing at Hazel Festival. <laughs> you know, I was saying this yesterday. This is this is uh, Kansas, right? Yeah. yeah. I was saying this yesterday. Two bands that I can never stand. Kansas, one of them. Sticks in Kansas. Yeah. And they always Sticks tour together, too. This is a great song. Uh, it's, this, is, this is an okay song, but the band itself's not. You don't like Dust in the Wind? <laughs> dust in Your Shorts? Dust Those two bands I just couldn't get on board with. I'm sorry. Uh, how about Air Supply? I don't think I know anything from Air Supply. Oh, I'm all out of love. I just can't <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But these two bands were big in the rock world, and I just yeah, were, I yeah. couldn't deal with them. Couldn't do it. Actually, you know who's a good guy? Is What the hell is the lead singer's name? Not... Sticks had two lead singers. What was the other one's name? God, what's his name? Damn it! He's the one who sang like Mr. Roboto. He My friend was a sound guy for Kansas. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. That is the worst. Domo, Domo. So I was just telling Nancy how much I hated them, and I, and she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, first, just this. Uh, how'd you spell their name? S T S T Y S. I was Tommy Shaw. Who yeah, is Tommy Shaw. Mr. Roboto was written by Dennis DeYoung. Yeah, Dennis DeYoung. Yeah, yeah. I was very grateful for that nice song guy. at one time because remember Alex yeah, this went says to it some all. sort of daycare? <laughs> this picture says it all. That's why I couldn't stand him. Yeah, nice hair. <laughs> what? Look at these hairstyles. Look at that. And the mustache is ridiculous, man. I've seen some man. of your old hairstyles. Oh, no, 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 Oh dear! <laughs> oh dear is right. Well, you like the hair bands? They walk around looking like women. No, that was different than that. Look at that mustache. That's a manly yeah, mustache. Yeah, with that hair, <laughs> with a bowl cut, long hair. That's just ridiculous, man. That's phenomenal. They were ridiculous. And when they came out with Mr. Roboto, <laughs> I'm sorry, Domo. man. Domo Dobo. Ridiculous, ridiculous Dennis stuff. Oh, nice guy. What that song. Yes. Alex was made friends with a little Japanese girl that spoke no English. Made the family and her mother English, yeah. her mother calls me, Hello, this is my Yuko mom. Set up play date. And I'm like <laughs> and she's so sweet. And she drove all the way up to Dayton from like Egan or something. No, no, so, it was from Medicine Lake. Oh, okay. No, well, they had a house. It seemed like a long way. And I mean, I'm like, does she know how to I mean she they barely speak yeah, how English. Are they gonna I don't and this little girl speaks no English. So how am I so going to know sweet. what she wants or you know nice what to do with her or whatever? So I was a little nervous about that because I'm like, what if she starts crying and I can't ask her what's wrong or she doesn't want this for lunch or whatever? I was a little worried. <laughs> she comes in and she's so shy and she's just adorable. And I'm like, domo om origato. And she smiled. Yeah. She was so happy that I knew some Japanese. That's very and it's sweet. all because of that stupid song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's domo the only origato. reason why I knew anything. No, she that was a very, very sweet family. I remember one time the mom did call and I answered the phone. And she go, this Mayoko mom. And then hung up. <laughs> she didn't want to deal with it. It's like she didn't even want to deal with it. I know. She just hung up. They, they what were, a sweet family. Yeah. Japanese people in general are really, really nice. Oh, they really they were, are. Yeah, they were so cute together. Alex and Mayuko couldn't speak to, to, to each other. No. They just held hands and played. Then they go things. back to, they moved back to Japan. I, I don't know they, what I happened think. to them. I don't, I don't know. I think that they were, they, they were brought here 
by their company. They worked here for like a one year and then moved back. Most Japanese yeah. people want to be back in Japan. Yes. Yeah, they do, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure our culture is like completely overwhelming. And I guess them. you're not real welcome to move to Japan either. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. Well, you aren't moving here, You move to a pal. big city. I'm sure there's lots of... Uh, no. no. Uh, not unless no. you have like a really good... Like you really have something to offer them. Then you can move there. Mm, even if you do move... Even if you have something to offer, then you move to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. You can live in Tokyo all you want. David Lee Roth lives not, he lives outside of Tokyo, but you can go there, but the Japanese people will never become your friends. Really? I no. had a friend whose father not was... Not even the, on paper? The father was the chairman of the board of a, of a Minnesota corporation. He was transferred to Japan, and they had to live in a house that had razor wire on top of their fence because the people did not want them. No, they, they, they'll look right past you to the Japanese person behind you in line. But... But <laughs> hey, no, I don't they understand really they're so into American culture. No anymore. No, that's long gone. Oh, that's long, gone? long, so long. Country western. Heck, that that ended. That ended when the first when the first hip hop thing aired on MTV. Yeah. That was the, oh, that yeah. was no, it for Japan, right. man. You're they right. went. They went Australia. Oh. They follow all Australian music. All the movies are Australian. Mm. That's oh. twenty five years ago. Really? Japan doesn't follow yeah, anything America does. Rap they music destroyed that whole thing. That yeah. destroyed that that yep. relationship because. Japanese culture is so anti-drug and guns. Yep. And when the rap videos started having drugs and guns in them, that was, they cut all ties, man. Yep. I mean, cut like all country ties. country western music back in those Yeah, days. country western. Same with same with Europe, though, too. Italy loves American country western. Murdy. They Murdy. like all our well, we western. Know, I mean, um, Keith and Marilyn's son moved to Japan, mm-hmm. married a Japanese woman. They've got kids. Yeah. And, yeah, you can I don't do think it. they're I don't think they're having I Well, you know. could do it. Yeah. And then we ran you. into the that couple the Harms, not Katie and Dana, but the Yeah, the other family. Uh, yeah, up their up son up lives in Japan. Even even the even the people that get hired now as English translators. Yeah. All yeah. Australian. Oh, really? Absolutely. Is that a friend well, Cuz one of Alex's co-worker. friend's sisters is still over there. She's been there for Oh, it's, Ten years. You have to, and you have to be a certain type of person to be there. Even me being there, and I like order, but Japan is really in order. You have to walk this way on this mm-hmm. sidewalk and this way on this sidewalk, and there's no going against the grain ever, me. ever, like ever. Everything's perfect in order. If you wake up early in the morning, be. like you crack at dawn, there's all these people out there in white suits and white gloves scrubbing everything, and they're the, they're the highest standard of food in the world. In the world, you can't get a higher standard of food. You can never get food poisoning in Japan ever. They, their their FDA is a thousand times our FDA. Why don't we get to live there? Because we'll mess up the FDA. Because we, we won't walk in a straight line. But, yeah, but here's but here, do anything here's the issue, here's the the issues though. <clears throat> the majority of Japanese people in Japan, and I've spent some time there, are very insecure. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they will never approach you, hmm. ever. So it's hard to meet Japanese people. In Japan. Even if you're outgoing. Well, I'm sure it's true. You don't speak the language. You don't speak the language. Even if you find... And if you find people over 70, they speak English. Oh. But nobody young does. Really? No. Didn't you watch my Fukushima video of me in Fukushima? I'm asking a million people trying to find directions. Really? And I'm like, do you speak English? Nobody would even look at you. They just literally go like this, instantaneously hide their face and turn away. Really? You're watching the video. It's not fake. It's all me in the train station in in Tokyo. And nobody would speak speaking. And then you, you find an older person, like over 70, they speak English. Did you want me to tell Nick my golf story from Hawaii? I want to hear it. Ooh. I'm playing with these guys from Texas. Two big old Texans. Matter of fact, they were wearing cowboy hats to play golf. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? 
But and not cowboy boots, though. Not cowboy boots. Okay. Go. That'd there, be uncomfortable. There was a Japanese foursome in front of us, right? And one of the guys, the Texan guys, bombed it a little too much, and he rolled it up to him. It wasn't in the air when it went up to the Japanese guys, but it rolled up to them, and they came back. I will never forget this as long as I live. They came back and said, you, you, need, to, you need to yell four. They kept saying, you need to yell four. And finally, one of the Texan guys goes, I didn't hear you yell for when you bombed Pearl Harbor. Like, oh, oh, my, my God. God. Of course he did. Boy, look at the time. I got to go. Like, oh, my yeah, God. It's different over there. And I don't think, oh, yeah. even, even though I loved it there, I don't think I could live there permanently. Where, in Japan or yeah. Hawaii? In Japan. Actually, either. Well, if you don't speak either. their language, they're like, get, why are you even here? You, you, yeah, I, I did a whole video on Fukushima, so I went to Fukushima, and it's under LA Next Finding Fukushima. So you can just, if you just put Finding Fukushima in YouTube, it'll pop up. Is it because you had a camera with you that they were shot? Well, I had a camera think? crew with me, but uh, yeah. even, well, not, yeah, they don't even like but, no, but even when we weren't shooting, it's hard to get anybody to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They're really shy. They really are. Those really. One of my I like favorite these people. I might move there, man. If they won't talk to you, I had I had a couple of rocker guys come up to me oh. in Electric City okay. where mm-hmm. they sell all electric stuff. Mm-hmm. People think Electric City, they think it's like a nightclub, but it's actually a part of the city that only sells electrical stuff. Really? <laughs> it's, it's so cool. That's amazing. That, that's, that, and that's one thing I love about Tokyo. Whatever you want, you can find it there. Like They have yeah. an electric city that with anything, everything there is electric. It's just... And it's huge. It's a big. It's like yeah. as big as downtown Minneapolis. Really? And it's all stores just sell stuff that's electric. I mean, like like they'll sell like that knob or a component inside that board or diode or oh. capacitor or cable or monitor hmm. phones. I think, I think everywhere I've ever been, people have been pretty pretty friendly. Everywhere we've ever been. Yeah, I've I never had any problems ha- with anybody. I haven't either. I, most of Europe's pretty friendly. I do think. Uh, me and Nancy had some hard times in Marrakesh, North Africa. There weren't some people that weren't so friendly. They would yell at you for not girls not wearing covered up. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Catherine and come Catherine. Yell at you. I have a sweatshirt on. That wouldn't be enough. I know. I'd what you're wearing to... right now wouldn't be enough in Marrakesh. They'd yell I at you. I would have to cover when I went, up my... Yeah, when I went to Dubai, I, I, of course, Dubai is completely different. Yeah. It's fine to yeah. run around. But, yeah, I mean, you don't want to run around like, you know, like we do here. But when I went to a mosque, they... Oh, yeah. you can't some, go some, in the mosque no, at all. Women, no, some women, in, they in let them in. They no, let Marrakesh, all my friends in, but they in, made me put on You're not allowed in them at all. Oh. You're mm. not allowed, period, oh. no matter what you do. Really? <laughs> no. And you can't take pictures of anything, no. of anything. You can't yeah, take no. pictures of the sky. Well, yeah, Dubai is much more <laughs> progressive than that. Yeah, they're way more progressive. Mm. Well, Mar- it Mar- Mar- depends if they're Sunni or Shia or... Marrakesh is pretty hardcore. It's... They're probably Sunni then. They're, yeah, they're the ultra orthodox. But that's the only ones. place I've ever been yelled at by strangers. Why were you yelling at you? Because I was with Nancy. She wasn't covered up. Uh, oh, so she yeah. yelled, they yelled at you because she wasn't covered up. Oh, she, well, they yeah, actually didn't yell control. at me. He's in control. Control your woman. Yeah. Oh, let's Don't move forget. there, Catherine. Yeah, I would do. <laughs> I'm in control of Catherine and well. Marrakesh. You would not last. You would not last a week oh, in Marrakesh. It's so 117 would. every day. The stenches are horrific, horrific stenches. There's piles of rotten food everywhere, people Mm. laying in them. There's wild cats because they put their homeless, they drop them off in the piles of rotten food so they eat them. There's there's, there's wild cats everywhere. I mean, thousands of them. Everywhere. Cats, man. Just one time I like to go, Catherine, go get me a Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, if if I were born into that culture, I would have been stoned to death by 10. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have lasted till 10. Once you go inside that wall, it's a walled city. Oh, it Once is. you go inside that wall, it's a different world than outside that wall. Really? Oh, yeah. They're still wearing rope sandals and white gowns, man. It's just the mm-hmm. way it is. And they just don't like you. No, they, they're real nice to you. Oh, they're real nice to you. That's, oh, yeah. Unless as long as you obey the rules. Yeah, as long as you obey well, the rules. I can understand well, it's basically that, how Japan is. Yeah. Follow the rules. Well, yeah, if you're going to come to our country, yeah, then follow our rules. No yeah. problem with that at all. Yeah. Most countries are like that except for America. Well, like I said the other day, you can't even get into Canada if you have a DUI. Yeah. Can't go on vacation right. there. Nope. If you have any felony arrest, you can't even go on vacation in Canada. I don't blame them. Don't yet, come in here. But yet we. But want, we're the bad guys. We want everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, bring them all in. Bring everybody in. Yeah, I, I just love that about America. We can't, uh, you know, there are all these other places. And again, this whole thing about oh, slavery is a, there's still slavery everywhere except for about three places in the world. I was saying, I think it was two shows ago when I was in Germany. They tell you news of the world and they were talking about the sudan the sudan still slaves their own people yeah, yeah they do they were showing slave camps where they were making slaves do stuff yep nobody cares in this country about that and our our, our colleges don't teach that why aren't so we freeing those slaves i agree exactly why aren't we i don't know because it's dangerous they, they like to go after people who won't fight back like the the progressive you know like let's 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 change the world kind of thing yeah activists they like to go after safe targets that's true that they won't get in trouble for attacking no all they do is they 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 run on a guilt platform everything's about guilt yeah if someone owns slaves you're not going to guilt them into getting rid of their slaves but if someone you know if someone's born into luxury, you can guilt them exactly. into doing whatever you want. I, and I know it's because I'm American and all the rest of it, but I, I can't even imagine what that would be like to own a person. It's, God, just, that's creepy. I, can't, I can never been Ugh. able to wrap believe my it, mind believe around it or this. Not, believe it or not, a lot of people in this country right here mm-hmm. still own people. They own people? Yeah. You mean like sex slaves, that kind of thing? Even just industries. Really? Absolutely, Tom. Yes. They own people, man. People are bought and sold. In this country right now, really, absolutely. Like Especially what kind of business? Any any section, porn business. People are bought oh, and sold. Oh, porn business, yeah, one hundred percent bought and sold. Entertainment industry bought and sold, man. That's true. You're, they 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 hang your dangle your life over your head financially. They can destroy yeah, they can. you, yeah. and then they say, you know what? We're going to sell you. I'm going to sell you to Cassie. Yeah, and they, I, it's just the way That's it works. Terrible, it is. But they're the first ones to tell you you should change how you live. Yes, they are. I just love. I, I am so sick to death of Hollywood pukes. I can't even. Well, it's, it's crashing, burning. Oh, it it's is. crashing and burning. Disgusting. It's crashing and burning. All right, that's going to do it for another magnificent show. Boy, I, these shows been flying by lately. It must be the magnificent personalities of my coworkers. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>